What is cheating? Is it still cheating if it never gets physical? Is there such thing as emotional cheating? The answer is yes. Emotional cheating is real and is probably happening way more than people realize. This is Marriage Helper Quick Tips, hosted by marriage and relationship expert, Dr. Joe Beam, CEO of Marriage Helper, Kimberly Beam Holmes, and our team of certified coaches. Our hosts will honestly share their hard-earned insight on some common marriage pitfalls and offer some quick tips backed by research that you can begin to use today. Regardless of the situation, what we teach will not only make your relationships better, but will also help you to become the best version of yourself along the way. Listen to Quick Tips wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave an honest review. We love hearing from you. Turn up the volume and prepare to take notes as we begin this week's episode of Quick Tips. Let's talk about emotional cheating. First, let's define what is cheating. I was asked this in a podcast interview the other day, and the answer I gave was as follows. The best definition that I can give of infidelity is when a person gains some kind of fulfillment, physically or emotionally, from someone who is not their spouse. That's pretty baseline and is not completely accurate as people gain emotional fulfillment from many other things, from friends, children, coworkers, and of course, those things wouldn't be classified as infidelity. However, there's an additional layer when a person gains some kind of fulfillment, physically or emotionally, from someone who is not their spouse and feels the need to hide the interactions from the spouse and looks to that person to fulfill a need that is supposed to be fulfilled by their spouse, especially if that person is someone of the opposite sex. So what is emotional cheating? When a married person looks to another, most of the time someone of the opposite sex, to fulfill an emotional need instead of or in addition to their spouse and is unwilling to give up that relationship, that is emotional cheating. At the bottom of it, emotional cheating is when you look to someone else other than your spouse to fulfill you in areas that only your spouse should fulfill you. It's fine to have best friends. They should be of the same sex. And you need those people in your life to have fun with and to vent to. What is not fine is beginning to develop an emotional connection with someone of the opposite sex, where you begin to feel that this person understands you in a way that your spouse doesn't, makes you feel better about yourself, and you continue to want to be around them. When someone is evoking emotions within you that you enjoy feeling at a high intensity and at a high frequency, it's probably emotional cheating. Some questions to ask. Think about the person in your life that you're thinking about, that you're wondering if you're emotionally cheating with. This assessment I'm about to ask you comes from something we created called a cage beam to assess whether if someone's in an affair, it's taken from the alcoholic test. The first question is, have you ever felt the need to cut down on the amount of time that you spend with this person? The second is, have you ever felt annoyed at people talking about how much time you spend with or talk to this person? The third, have you ever felt bad or guilty about how much time you spend with this person? And fourth, do you feel like you need to talk to this person first thing in the morning or when something bad happens? Do you view them as an eye opener? If you answered yes to even only two of these questions, it is likely that you are emotionally cheating on your spouse. Many times, affairs begin 
in this way. The emotional connection leads to a development of what is known in the social sciences as limerence. I don't have time to cover all of this in this video, but you have to watch our video Married But In Love With Someone Else to get a further understanding of limerence. If you are emotionally involved with another person or think your spouse is, do not miss that video. I'll tell you about it again at the end. Here's point number two. So what do you do if your spouse is emotionally cheating? If you're worried that your spouse is emotionally cheating, then the first thing you need to do is pause. Take a deep breath because you are probably doing what I call spiraling when you have a ton of thoughts spiraling around in your head, leading you to a dark, dark place of anxiety and fear. We see this all the time in the marriages that we work with. For instance, a wife may call us and explain how she just knows for certain that her husband is involved with someone else because he's staying at work longer, he sees her or she sees him following different people on social media he hasn't before, and her thoughts begin to spiral. She begins to blame her husband for a million different things that maybe he hasn't even done, and part of that is because her own insecurities and assumptions, and therefore she begins to treat her husband differently because she's assuming the worst about her husband. That is only gonna make things worse. So what does all that mean? If you feel like your husband or wife is involved in an affair, it doesn't mean that you do nothing, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to treat them like they're in an affair if you don't know yet for sure. I know that's a lot of stuff to consider. I just can't explain all of it in this video. We have a ton more videos on our YouTube channel about how do you know if your spouse is in an affair? And if you do know, how do you approach them? If you know and they know that you know, what are things you can do to save your marriage? We can help you with all of that at Marriage Helper. Don't do the things that are gonna make it worse. But point number three is there's still hope. Take a deep breath and know that there's hope. At Marriage Helper, we have worked with tens of thousands of marriages affected by an affair. In fact, in our workshops, our couples workshops that we have, we have over a 70% success rate at saving marriages, even when there's been an affair. In fact, according to which research you follow, somewhere between 30 to 50% of marriages have been or will be affected by an affair. But you don't have to let statistics dictate the future of your marriage. Here's a quick example of one of the marriages who came to our workshop and they chose to forgive each other after an affair and now are working towards reconciliation. Well, hello um, to whoever may be listening. I'm going to say right now that if you're listening to my voice, it's because you have recognized that the relationship you're in needs some help. And I'm going to tell you that having attended this three-day workshop with Dr. Joe and his team, um, you know, it is going to give you the tools and just the way you will learn how to communicate effectively around hard conversations in a safe environment. I can tell you that if you take the workshop, you will learn and you will feel so comfortable in being open because you're in a, you're in a setting uh, that is set up to be safe with people that are going through, I don't want to say similar problems that you may be having, but certainly recognizing that they have some uh, challenges that they're going through. So if you're looking for a workshop that's going to help you uh, with tools and understanding and giving you time to self-reflect on who you are, this is the workshop. Absolutely. I just wanted to say Ian and I have been married for 32 years, have known each other for 40 years. We've had a bump in our relationship, a pretty big one. I won't go into details, but two months ago, I really didn't think that there was a chance our, our marriage would survive. 
And I went onto a forum and actually Marriage Helper came up as highly recommended. And so I looked into the videos, I looked at a lot of Joe Beam's um, videos that he had, lots of resources there. And, you know, we started talking and I really couldn't just give up on our relationship and I, I wanted more. And so I talked to Ian, I said, let's, you know, let's go for this and see. Uh, we did a counseling session first with somebody from Marriage Helper that helped. She encouraged us to also take this weekend workshop and it has really delivered. It has really helped us um, open up communication. And I can say that I'm like 99.9% .9 from forgiving him and 100% sure that I want to continue our marriage. <laughs> so again, take that deep breath and know that we are here for you. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Marriage Helper Quick Tips. Please refer to the notes in the description to learn more about any resources mentioned in this episode. Please visit our website at marriagehelper.com for more information about our online courses, marriage workshops, and coaching. If you would like immediate help with your marriage situation, click the link on the screen to schedule a free marriage strategy call with one of our team members. We exist to save marriages and strengthen families. We'll see you next Friday on the next episode of Quick Tips. Quick Tips